Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. I'm sorry for my absence the past couple of days. I have been pretty busy. Um, Hashem, last night I took my sister to the Isha Rebo concert and it was completely, completely off the charts. Um, it was amazing and a lot of people even have been starting to recognize me and even asking for pictures and all different types of things. And that leads me to my topic that I want to discuss about today, which is pride and humility. And some some lessons that I use from this book, Letting Go by David Hawkins, I, I use these things in order to try and go about this the right way. I have very pure intentions and I'm doing this for Hashem. Um, it's funny because after the concert last night, I took my sister and I'm like, come, let's try to get let's try to get backstage. And she's like, how are we going to get backstage? And I told her, don't worry, if Hashem wants, we'll get an interview with Isha Riba. So we go to the back and people are coming in and out. And some guy recognized me. He goes, oh, are you Jonathan from TikTok? And I said, yeah, that's me. And he's like, oh, why don't you come in? You can maybe try to get in, whatever. So we go backstage. He's like, yeah, just walk in. Don't worry about it. And I, I take her hand. I'm like, okay, come, let's try to go. And we go, we go, we go. A security guard sees us. He looks at us kind of funny. We go downstairs. Like, we're on the stage. We go through some back entrance, down the stairs. I see people coming out. I follow where they came out from, and boom, there he is. And as the second he finished taking a picture with someone, I asked him in Hebrew, hey, what's up? Can I do a 30-second interview with you? It's going to go to thousands of people. And he was down. And it came out amazing. That interview is going to come out tonight. And on their way out, it was like a rush. It was like a moment of like, we made it. We made it. We got Isha Rebo. Now anything's possible. Anything has always been possible. But when you get him, an interview with him, it's something, it's amazing. It's a feeling you can't explain. And I, I was telling my sister, it's all Hashem. It's all Hashem. Like, this is, everything is from Hashem. Hashem puts the idea in your head in order for you to do something. And that's... That's basically it. There's nothing that you can even take credit for. It's all from Hashem. So what I want to talk about today is pride. There's different types of pride, um, which like ego and, and things. And there's also like a positive way to look at pride. But something I want to specifically hit on. Um, we all have pride inside of us. Uh, it's, a, it's a certain feeling that we like to resonate with. And... It's a sense of like, I have the answers to everything. But having the answers will block your growth and it will block your development. Because when you know everything, then you're not inviting a possibility to not know something. When you believe that you know everything, then you're blocking off all any sort of growth for yourself. And that's interesting because the egotistical part of you is willing to sacrifice the whole remainder of you for its own sake. Think about that. The ego is like, I know everything and I'm blocking off any type of future development for myself because I wanna I wanna stay with knowing everything. Rather than just rather than to just admit to being wrong. People will literally give up the life of the body itself and sacrifice any aspect of life on on the on the nudge of being able to hold on to your pride. So it's very important to think about. Um, pride can be good and pride can be bad. There's also a certain vulnerability of, vulnerability of pride. The prideful person is constantly on the defensive because of the vulnerability of inflation and denial. 
And the humble person cannot be humiliated because they're immune to being vulnerable. Meaning they let go, they let go of their pride completely. So when you're humble and you don't care what anybody has to say about you and you completely let go of any type of attack, then you become immune to it. But someone who's always in the defensive, he's always in a way inviting an attacker to come in and to say something to him. Now there's a question, is there any, is there any way of having a healthy pride? And when you talk about healthy pride, you're talking about self-esteem, which is an inner awareness of one's true value and worth and making decisions in the current for the future version of yourself. Um, the answer is yes. The answer is yes, because a, a, healthy, a healthy pride can mean that you, feel, you can feel good and joyful about doing good things for other people. Um, pride is... Having pride is when you want someone to acknowledge what you're doing. Um, a healthy self-esteem is when it just makes you feel good about yourself. It's joy and it's, it's gratitude because uh, pride is a motivator of achievement. When you achieve something, you're going to feel a sense of pride. Like, wow, I did that. Like, for example, last night, I, could have, I, like, I felt like, wow, I, I met Isha Rebo, or I could have said, wow, like, that was amazing, but it's all from Hashem to recognize where the proper joy and gratitude should be um, dedicated to. Like, it felt amazing, yes, but I, I understand that it's not me. And when I, when I took away the, the personal, like, oh, I did that, I, I had the idea to go backstage, and I had, no, it wasn't me. I took that all away, and I nullified it, and I, and I recognized that it's all from Hashem. That's, that's, that's like faith 101. That's basically what it means to have faith, it's to just nullify yourself and to be humble. Now, you cannot completely suppress pride. Like, you're going to feel good, that motivating achievement feeling. Um, <clears throat> but you can label the energy of pride and say that it is a good thing. But you can't hide it or pretend that you don't experience it because everyone feels pride to a certain extent. Um, however... I do want to note that we as people, we don't feel comfortable in the presence of, of someone who is prideful because pridefulness blocks communication and the expression of love. But we, we love people who are prideful about specific accomplishments and we love them in spite of their pride, not because of it. Feeling guilty about having pride, it's only going to lock it in and it's not really the answer. The real answer is to let go by examining its true nature. Once you see pride for what it is, it's, it's one of the easier emotions to surrender. Um, we can ask ourselves, what is the purpose of pride? What is its payoff? Why do I seek it? And for what does it compensate? What do I have to realize about my true nature in order to let go of pride without a feeling of loss? The answer is obvious. The smaller we feel within, the more we have to compensate for an inner sense of inadequacy, unimportance, and valuelessness by the substitution of the emotion of pride. Meaning, the more that you let go of your negative emotions, the less you're going to rely on the crutch of pride. So, in its place, you're going to have a quality that the world calls humility. The more that you make yourself bigger inside the less you're gonna have to fill that balloon outside but the more that you have yourself 
the more you have to prove to yourself something outside by being loud and by being extra and by looking for things outside is is truly the smaller you are within notice how you can say something to someone and try to like offend them and this is a humble person and he's not going to care he sees it's funny because he'll see you as he'll see a mirror inside of you of low self-esteem meaning like let's say someone tells me oh jonathan your videos suck so i see inside of you something negative which is you feel maybe that if you were to make videos it wouldn't be so good and you're projecting that to me and trying to attack me with it um but if i had low self-esteem i would say you know what maybe he's right maybe my videos do suck maybe this maybe that no a healthy self-esteem is when you're able to and not not just a healthy self-esteem but someone who's truly humble is able to see that when someone tries to attack you that's it's a it's a direct reflection of what's wrong with them and if you continue with this method you basically become invincible to anything happening to you uh true humility true humility cannot be experienced by the person who is said to possess it because it's not only an emotion the the humble person truly cannot be humbled they're they're immune to humiliation because they let go of any set of any sense of outer pride and they have nothing to defend to anybody and there's no there's no vulnerability and there therefore the humble person does not experience any any critical attacks by others a truly humble person sees the critical verbalization by another person as a statement of the other person's inner problems. And that's that's pretty much it. You know, um, with this type of method, you'll be able to go through life and utilize it to your advantage. If you let go of any sort of, of, of image, external image of yourself, and you relinquish it, and you know that you are who you are, and you have nothing to prove to anybody, and you're amazing in that way it doesn't mean someone can't give you criticism it can be constructive criticism my grandfather would always say it's not what the person said it's who said it because some people care about you and they want the best for you and some people do not so you need to know who wants the best for me and who does not and that and there and therefore you'll be able to know what the person is trying to attempt to do the most humble person of all time, Moshe Rabbeinu, he was on a level that none of us can even grasp. He held himself at, at such a low, 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 low level. And in reality, it hit right back at him as he ended up being the most humble person ever. There's a famous story of when Moshe hit the rock. And the question is, why did Moshe hit the rock instead of speaking to it? Did Moshe not know what like hashem told him hashem told him stick to the rock and he hit it and this is something so beautiful and i want to just touch upon it and we'll end here hashem told moshe hit the rock and moshe as we all know he hit the rock he only not only did he hit it once he hit it twice what's the name of this rock Be'er miriam every single day people will come to the rock and with the zechut of miriam the water would flow out it would stream out and everybody would be able to drink Miriam would have to hit the rock one time. So Moshe hit the rock twice to show that not only 
is he not on the level of Miriam, but he's on the lower level than Miriam because it took him two times to hit the rock. And on, it seems to be that on Moshe's level, he was punished for it. It seems to be because he didn't listen to what Hashem said and he was punished for it and he wasn't able to go on the, into the land of Israel. The more that a person is makabal things onto himself and the, on uh, the higher level that he becomes on is the more that Hashem is more strict with him. Hashem will be more strict with you if you're more strict with yourself. That's, that's how it works. So Hashem had to judge him literally measure for measure and go in very, very deep on him. And that's why he was not, he was punished and not able to go into the land of Israel. It's, it's very deep and we don't want to get too deep. But just the lesson shows that Hashem, Moshe didn't want to say, my sister's better than me. He wanted to say that not only am I lower than my sister, but she's in fact on a higher level than I'm on. That's why it takes me a second hit for the water to come out. And he was willing to give up going into the land of Israel, which is something that he really wanted to do just to show and to pay dividends and respect to his sister. That, my friends, that is true humility and that is true nullification. And I want everyone to learn from that and to do something in their own way to take away their pride and to take away their ego. You don't always have to answer back to people you don't owe them anything and if you feel you need to answer back to someone then there's something you need to work on in yourself um there like people people have many opinions you can go on to any guy in the street and you can ask him his opinion on something and they'll have thousands if not hundreds of thousands if not millions of opinions on different types of subjects and their opinions change from moment to moment but one thing that we know is that we have the torah and the Torah is not an opinion, it's factual evidence. And the Torah's opinion never changes, and it never changed for thousands of years. And that's one thing we can always, always rely on, is the Torah. To learn Torah, to spread Torah, to be one with the Torah, and to continue to grow in our Avodat Hashem. And it is impossible for us to grow when we have pride and ego, because the pride and the ego, it blocks, it blocks the... Torah from being able to come inside you, it blocks your potential relationships, it blocks many, 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 many things. Um, the true quality of the Torah is is exponential. It, it, there's no way to really, really describe it. Um, the true value of people's opinions is, as you can see, if something, if the opinion changes from one second to the next, as like a fashion trend then that opinion truly doesn't mean anything. People aren't going to remember anything anyways in 10, 15 minutes from now. People forget things really quickly and everybody is too caught up in their own problems to truly um, focus in on yours. And with that, I want to give a blessing to everyone listening that you should truly overcome your ego and your pride and become a better version of yourself. And by doing that, you should allow healthier better communication, more relationships, more happiness, and more gratitude in your life and in those around you. Thank you so much for listening. And also I wanna mention, if you go on jonathanbenchimol.com slash store, my merch just released. We are able and willing to fulfill many, many orders. The main idea of the I want what you want Hashem brand is to spread the name of Hashem. As it says in Pirkei Avot, if you make my will like your will, then I'm going to make your will like my will. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and have a blessed day.